From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Good morning. Welcome to game time here on ESPN Central Texas on this Friday morning. It is game day here on ESPN Central Texas. It was game night last night on ESPN Central Texas slash 104.9 The Star as we say hello to Ryan Fox. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Ward. How are you doing today? Outstanding. And the uh, University Trojans with the win last night. We'll get into that in just a few moments and set themselves up into a playoff possibility. That's always a good sign for, for anybody this time of year to make that push for the playoffs. NFL football, we'll get into some of that today as well. Also, we'll visit with Coach Carroll from UMHB, talk about his basketball team. They got their rings at halftime uh, last week at the UMHB game, so uh, I know that's an exciting time for anybody to be able to get that, and we'll talk to Coach Carroll about where his team is going into this season as they have already hit the hardwood. Also, Ricky Thompson from the sidelines of the Baylor Bears will join us. Baylor has the open week tomorrow but they do play on Thursday night uh, against West Virginia in Morgantown. Not an easy place to play, Ryan. No, it's always, especially at night, it's, it's going to be an exciting atmosphere. Even on a Thursday night, you know, it's, again, it's a, never an easy place to play. And it, ha, has Baylor ever won there? That's a good question. I need to look that up here in a minute. I, I, I would say yes, but I don't know that for a fact. That's a very, very good question. I know that it's very, very difficult to play up there. Uh, also, Greg Tepper will join us. We'll talk high school football with Greg. Lots of games last night and a bunch of games, over 400 games coming up tonight in high school football, so we'll visit with him. Plus, Stephanie will join us with her sports inside a little bit later on. And Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys Network will join us and we'll talk Cowboys football as the Cowboys get ready to take on the L.A. Rams. And the L.A. Rams don't look as daunting as they have in the past. Uh, coming off that Super Bowl, sitting at 2-2, two and two, and the offense struggling for the Rams, no doubt about it. They've had a lot of injuries across the offensive line there, which hasn't helped. And, you know, the offense, th- this is a team that's designed to run the ball, but although with Matt Stafford, he loves to throw to Cooper Cup, and, you know, that's that kind of makes them one-dimensional because he's like, he's their biggest target. You know, mm-hmm. it's it just seems like, at least through the first four weeks of the season, it's either Cooper Cup or bust when it comes to the passing offense for the Rams. Well, they're not able to stretch the field, and that has not helped the Rams uh, at all right now. So uh, maybe the Cowboys are hitting them at the right time. It's yeah. it's not for lack of talent either. They have Tyler Higby, the tight end. He's he's pretty decent. He's probably top 15 tight end in the league. And then they have Allen Robinson. They signed mm-hmm. him to a three-year, $46 million deal in the offseason after having a couple solid years with the Bears, and they just haven't been able to get him going either. So... You know, I guess when it comes to Trayvon Diggs, he's been he's been locked down pretty much the last few weeks. And if they can contain Cooper Rush, at least, I mean, because he's going to put up his numbers. That's just the type of playmaker he is. But if they're able to contain him and keep him keep him under his, you know, regular workload, that sets up the Cowboys' defense for a good chance to make up some stops. Should be fun. We'll visit with Kyle Yeomans about where the Cowboys are going into Sunday's game. 
NFL football last night. I know you were working, so I'm sure you didn't get to see any of the game. It was probably over before you got out of the press box, but yeah. did you see any of the highlights of the game last night? What yeah. highlights? Yeah, that was the ugliest NFL football game that I can remember in a long time. I, You know, let's just put aside only seven field goals scored last night. No touchdowns. Goodness. Um, that's not what you normally see in an NFL game. It goes to overtime as an ugly game, and the Colts are able to hang on as Russell Wilson throws an interception in the end zone uh, and come away with a whopping 12-9 to victory last night, uh, Colts over the Denver Broncos. But just just played absolutely ugly uh, turnovers and just not much offense. Um, I like a defensive struggle, but it really – it didn't feel like a defensive struggle last night. It just felt like neither offense could really get out of their own way last night. No, not at all. And especially for it's, it's actually kind of a surprise for me, at least for Russell Wilson, because he was electric every year in Seattle, and then for him to come here, and you know, I know it's it's his first year in this new town, new offense with a new head coach. You mm-hmm. know, there, there's a lot, there's a huge adjustment period, but. You know, you think just with the talent level of Russell Wilson alone that they'd be able to, you know, at least put the ball in the end zone at least once. But, I mean, Russell, he made a couple boneheaded mistakes. Like, you know, he threw that interception in at the goal line last night to Stephon Gilmore when they were set to take the lead late mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. And, you know, just it's not mistakes we typically see a veteran like Russell Wilson make. No, you don't. And for – for this type of offense that's supposed to have some weapons, I don't know that they really have the weapons. And you mentioned that Russell Wilson doesn't feel, doesn't look like he's real comfortable in the offense. Is there a possibility that Russell Wilson has stayed maybe too long? Maybe. It uh, could be that he's already hit his peak and maybe he's on his downward trend. You, I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, just, we don't know that at all. It just, it's just just from the play so far. It just you know, again, we'd mentioned earlier. There's a lot of growing pains that goes into being in a new offense with a brand new head coach and a brand new team. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into it, but you know, just they just haven't been able to get anything going so far. And and they've it wasn't their first ugly game. They had that 11 10 exactly. game against San Francisco. I mean it's. They're consistent, but they're consistently poor on offense. But I'm not sure if it's from a talent standpoint or a scheme, coaching standpoint. I'm not entirely sure. We're not there. But they just the facts are they just, with Russell Wilson at quarterback, after paying him a quarter of a billion dollars, haven't been able to get anything going offensively. Yeah, I agree. I I just uh, I don't know. It, it just doesn't look very comfortable in that offense. Uh, and it just – it's not – it's not the same Russell Wilson that we've been accustomed to knowing from the 903 on the CNC Collision text line. If you'd like to weigh in on anything today, let us know what you think about the game last night. Was it the ugliest one you've seen in a while? Uh, again, I like a defensive struggle, but that was more than a defensive struggle. That was a, two offenses just not being able to get out of their own way, in my opinion. Uh, this 903 says, boy, I never thought Russell Wilson would miss DK Metcalf more than DK misses Wilson. <laughs> and He's right. I mean, you know, look, there, there's no running game in Denver, and that doesn't help Russell Wilson whatsoever. 
he'll be able to find his way or navigate his way through with this offense. Thank you, 903. Appreciate that very much. Uh, other games in the NFL coming up this week, Ryan, any of them pop off the page for you that you say, well, I've got to sit down and watch this on Sunday? Oh, man. Well, I mean, firstly, as a Cowboys fan, you know, just okay. I, with the with the with the intrigue that uh, Cooper Rush has brought to this team, because again, as we've mentioned, you know, throughout the summer and heading into the start of the season, we didn't think Cooper Rush could handle you know this type of workload, especially when Dak Prescott went down in Week One in the fourth quarter against Tampa Bay. It, and it, I don't, it wasn't just us either. I think everyone had the Cowboys just falling off the cliff at that point. Mm-hmm. Then Cooper Rush has stepped up, gotten not, nothing flashy, but just done enough to get, along with help from a very good Cowboys defense, to get three straight wins here. And this will be their biggest test of the year. They'll be on the road at L.A. L.A. has struggled, but they're still the defending champions. Fair enough. I, I could agree with that. I I like the New York Giants-Green Bay matchup, but I don't like the matchup being in – London, London, England. Yeah. I I don't need those games. I understand the purpose of those games for the NFL, but I an eight thirty a.m. wake up call to watch a, what should be a pretty good football game. Mm-hmm. Although memory may fail me, and maybe somebody on the text line can help me out. Has there been really a great game in London? Well, la- no, nothing la- comes to mind as a well, great game. Last week's was the first one, Minnesota and uh, uh, the Saints, they played, and the Vikings won a throw. It was 28-25, but yeah, again, but- to, your, to your point, that was probably one of the more exciting games that's ever been played in London. Yeah, and it's two not very good teams. Though. Yeah. I mean. Because, yeah, they don't usually send, yeah. you know, the top. It's always bad teams. teams. Mm-hmm. It's always, I mean, even that game bad teams playing each other in a pillow fight yeah and so pretty, and you it, know who's who's standing at the end of the pillow fight in that one yeah and they, they usually jacksonville has more games played in london than any other team in the nfl so that should tell you something well there you go jacksonville at two and two right now though that does is, that surprise you a little bit and they were leading uh the eagles last week for for i uh, not the majority of the game, but they had they had built an early fourteen nothing lead mm-hmm. that they ended up squandering. So they're competitive, you know, they're playing well, and they'll be hosting the the zero and three zero three and one Texans this week. They have a chance to have a winning record through five weeks. And when's the last time you could say that about Jacksonville? Yeah, I, it's been a while. It's been a long while for that to uh, be relevant. All right, uh, some other games. I'm intrigued with the Philadelphia-Arizona game just because I want to see what Philadelphia brings to the table. And uh, it's Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts against each other. Uh, you Two guys that you know, know each other pretty well. Um, but I, I I think Philadelphia is a better team here. Yes. But I think it's a, a neat matchup. Um Sunday night football, Cincinnati and Baltimore. That's going to be a great game. I think that's going to be a good game on Sunday night as well. I agree with you. And then Monday night football. Ugh. I know this is a rivalry game, mm. and it's a big game for Vegas. But Pat Mahomes on the big stage on Monday night football. At Arrowhead. Yes. Vegas may be in trouble. Yeah. I, and Mahomes, he's... 
very seldom struggled against the Raiders since he came into the NFL in 2018. Yeah, he's pretty much owned the the Raiders, and so that's that's going to be interesting. This is a rivalry game, and I understand when you look at the schedule and you're putting it together as the NFL, you think, hmm, Vegas and KC on Monday night. That's great. Let's do that. And but it it just doesn't have the same shine, especially the way the Raiders are playing it. And did I see last week that for the Raiders did did they go last week without completing a pass down field? Was that I don't know. Did I, I dream that? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Although they they were zero and three going into last week. They got their first win in an ugly game against the Broncos, thirty two twenty three. That was ridden with a lot of turnovers, but yeah, they I, they were able to pull it out at home. However, to get their first one of the year, but again, going to Arrowhead this week against a a very hot Kansas City Chiefs team right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I must have dreamed that. There's no way that that's that's. Yeah, they he put, was twenty-one of thirty-four for one hundred eighty-eight yards. Yeah. Derek Carr was so. Yeah, I dreamed that. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, there's no way an NFL team could do that, right? Yeah, especially putting up thirty-two points. They had to go the go yeah. downfield at yeah. some point. But. All right. Well, I feel better now. <laughs> if if you can feel better about that. All right, there's some NFL games uh, coming up this week. Game time here on a Friday morning and lots of high school football last night and lots of high school football coming up tonight as well. We'll take the break. When we come back, we'll talk about the game Ryan had. He called the Trojans and Pflugerville over at Waco ISD last night. We'll get into that and some other scores from around the state of Texas as game time returns right after this on Fox Sports. Excuse me, on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show coming up on Wednesday. We'll hear from Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, Wednesdays at 7 this fall, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Specs has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week six of college football season, including Texas A&M versus Alabama, Florida State versus North Carolina State, Texas and Oklahoma, Appalachian State versus Texas State, BYU versus Notre Dame. 
Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs, Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. What does home look like to you? Do you think of curling up on the couch and binge-watching your favorite shows? Cooking a gourmet meal in your well-appointed kitchen? Hosting a party in your backyard by the swimming pool? Then let Regency Park Properties show you the way home. With over 35 years combined in real estate experience, let John and Ellen Derrick help you discover your next home. Call them today at 254-777-8510. That's 254-777-8510. Regency Park Properties in Waco. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace, next to Ashley's Furniture, open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas here on this Friday game day morning. Glad to have you along. It is 18 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. Coming up this afternoon on the John Moore Show, Nikki Collin and Scott Drew audio from the Houston dinner this week. That's in the 3 p.m. hour, and I'm sure he'll have. Lots more intriguing information, and John doesn't have to get in a booth this Saturday. He's going to have withdrawals, not being yeah. in the booth on Saturday afternoon. So, no, no, wonder, wonder how many games he's going to partake in on Saturday, not being in a booth. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, but you know, it's going to be interesting playing on a Thursday night mm-hmm. in Morgantown. I'm sure he's going to be jazzed up for that, though. So it that, might be a little worth it. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Absolutely. All right, high school football last night and uh, several games a- around the state of Texas last night, but one locally that you had the chance to call, and it was Waco University over Pflugerville, 53-28, to and a big win for the University Trojans. Is that absolutely a big win? And 
You know, it's not a guaranteed, you know, playoff spot for them after a big win like that, but it definitely helps. You know, I think, I think the chances of them getting a playoff spot, at least the fourth spot out of District 11 in Class 5A Division 2, not skyrocketed, but it significantly improved because, you know, a lot of people had Pflugerville taking that fourth playoff spot and then uh, University just comes in and pretty much dominates from start to finish here at home and and something had to give in this game because Pflugerville came into the game winless on the road and University was winless at home. Mm-hmm. So something had to give here and University answered the bell very quickly. They jumped out to a 33-7 lead at halftime and that... Also, that seven points that Pflugerville scored in the first half was off a blocked punt. So the university defense didn't give up anything. And they they gave up, it was, I can't remember the exact number, but it was less than 100 yards of total offense for Pflugerville in the first half. So university's defense, especially the front seven, really stepped up. And they had some key injuries, you know, players missing at the linebacker core, which is the strength of the, of the university team. But those kids that they brought up to fill up, you know, next man up mentality, they stepped up in a big way last night. How much does that help them moving forward and being able to have a game like that at home in front of their home crowd uh, and jump out with 53 points? And, you know, that's not something you normally see out of a university team to be able to put their will on somebody like they did last night. I think it's a testament to both Coach Laster because he's, you know, rebuilding the culture there. And got to give credit to the kids, too, for fully buying in to his message. His message is keep chopping wood, taking it week by week improving, just get better every single day. And the kids have bought into that really fully, and last night's game was proof of that because, you know, they could have very easily folded in the in the third quarter because early they, they forced a three and out then scored to take a 40-7 to seven lead. And then Pflugerville jumps out and storms back, scoring three unanswered touchdowns within an eight-minute time period to make it a 12-point ball game. And University just could have folded because you know they led by over 30 and now mm-hmm. they're now it's a 12 point ball game but they didn't they responded the defense stepped up got another stop and then they drove down the field in a four minute drive that ended with a touchdown run by the sophomore Ladarius Evans to give them a three score lead with two minutes left and that pretty much sealed the deal and then there's the cherry on top at the end there Flugerville drove down to the one yard or the five yard line then threw a slant at the goal line that was picked off by Micah Henderson, which ended up being a 100-yard pick six as the clock expired to put the cherry on top. It was just a great win for the Trojans. There you go. So the Trojans now move to? To an own district. Uh Uh-huh. And I I have to see what place that puts them in. That's got to put them at at least the second spot for here. You know, they did have the bye week last week, so that might factor in as well. But regardless, they're undefeated in district. And How long has it been since university could say that? Uh, absolutely it's it's been a long time i mean they haven't made the playoffs since 2009 okay i was in third grade ward <laughs> stop it stop <laughs> it just and stop right there they have a very good chance especially after a big win last night they can get it at least one more key victory because mm-hmm. again i think they have a good chance to beat pflugerville Connolly. that will be a road game on a thursday night but Connolly has struggled all season long and then the they have another turnaround and get another big test. They'll be on the road at Elgin next week, who has struggled in dis- in district so far. But I think those are two teams that, at least athletically and size wise, match up really well. And it'll be especially after how they answered the call last night. It'll be interesting to see how University does going on the road to take on Elgin next week and see how they can 
you know, keep, see if they can keep a level head because, you know, with football comes big highs and big lows. And, mm-hmm. that, and that was a big message for Coach Kent Lasser and his team. You got to be able to manage the highs and the lows, stay even keel, and, you know, be com- be confident. You know, you just got a big district win. Be confident, but don't be overconfident and think every game's just a given from now on. You still got to prepare throughout the week. Be focused on that long bus ride. It's going to be an hour and a half bus ride to Elgin. You know, just keep your mind right. Go in there and just take care of business. You're not going to get any sausage next week, are you? It's going to be tempting. You better bring me some back. I will. All right. uh, Some other scores from around the state last night in high school football, and we'll get into some games coming up a little bit later on with Greg Tepper. But uh, Highland Park uh, beat Richardson Berkner. Highland Park just rolling again, 38-17. to It was Irving Nimitz over Irving. That's a big rivalry game, 30-25. to also, uh, some other scores from around the state. Richardson Pierce over Richardson, another rivalry game last night, 28-14 to in the Metroplex. Rockwall Heath keeps winning 35-14 to over Tyler Legacy. Uh, it was San Antonio Johnson over San Antonio Clarkview, 31-28. to Dallas White got a win last night over Dallas Adams, 68-24 to uh, in that district matchup. Also, some scores from around the area, uh, not the area, but the – State North McKinney got a win over West Mesquite, thirty-four to fourteen. It was Lubbock getting blown out by Amarillo Paladura. Lubbock High is having a hard time this season, seventy to nothing last night with the shutout. Arlington Heights team you saw earlier in the season they continue to keep it rolling, fifty-four to seven over Trimble Tech in that Fort Worth district. Princeton loses to Lovejoy last night. How about Lovejoy throwing up seventy, seventy to nothing in that ball game? Uh, Melissa over Mesquite Poteet, 42-10 to last night. Wilmer Hutchins over Car- uh, Carrollton Ranchview, 40-22. to Dallas Carter gets another win, 26-2 over Panther Creek. Uh, Western Hills ekes one out over Eastern Hills in that Fort Worth district, 30-28 to last night. Uh, let's see, some other games that are of interest last night there's around a, the area. There's a couple games played in the district that universities lined up with, okay. District 12. Austin Eastside dropped a 47 nothing loss to Austin Travis. Mm-hmm. And Austin Crockett got a big-time win over Austin Navarro, 49-14. to So there you go. some playoff implications for university there as well. That's right, because they will line up with that district. Uh, yes. That is 12-5A Region 2, right, that they line up with. So Yes. Uh, have to keep an eye on that district as well. All right, there is some high school scores from around the state. Again, we'll visit with Greg Tepper at the top of the hour. Some games coming up tonight. Where are you going tonight for high school football? If you're going to hit the road, hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line. Let us know where the game that uh, you might be going to tonight as well. Coming up next, we'll visit with Coach Cliff Carroll, head coach of the UMHB Crusaders basketball team. They got their rings last uh, Saturday at halftime at the Crusaders game, and they're getting ready for a repeat season for the Crusaders. We'll visit with Coach Cliff Carroll next on Game Time. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day. Aaron, are you a sushi guy? Negative. There's an awesome invention called fire, and it does a really great job of cooking things and making them taste uh, great and killing yeah. bacteria and parasites and things that raw food yeah. may contain. Oh, no, it's kind of fun to say those things when a guy's just told you he can <laughs> soup some sushi. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family, whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties. Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucen Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucen builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The University Trojans are 2-0 in district play after a 53-28 win over Pflugerville last night. Tonight in high school football, Midway hosts Temple. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Waco High entertains Red Oak. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. A field goal fest in the NFL last night as the Colts needed overtime to beat Denver 12-9. The Major League Baseball postseason gets underway today with four wild card games. Tampa Bay at Cleveland gets underway at 11:07, followed by Philadelphia at St. Louis at 1:07. Seattle and Toronto get underway at 3:07, with the Padres and Mets wrapping up today with a 7:07 first pitch. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Ryan Fox along with you here on this Friday morning. And joining us now, head coach of the Crusaders basketball is Cliff Carroll. Good morning, coach. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing? Outstanding. Outstanding. How are you this morning? Man, it's a big day in the Carroll household, man. We've got the baby. It's going to be her, her first day to eat solid food. So we'll see how this goes in this <laughs> Are you holding your bated breath there, Coach? Hello, Coach. Did we lose, Coach? There he is. Am I here? Yeah, there you are. We found you. <laughs> the government didn't like that, I guess, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I said, are you holding your breath uh, for the solid food trial? Yeah, yeah, we are, but... Uh... You know, it's for for me. It's a bigger deal. It just means she's growing up a little bit, man. I'm, I'm trying to keep her keep her little for as long as I can. You know, coach, that's not going to work. I'm sorry. I, I hate to. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me. I hate to break the news to you. <laughs> oh, coach Cliff Carroll joins us here on ESPN Central Texas. And coach, uh, last week a special day on Saturday for your basketball team as they go out at halftime on the field and, and get those rings. And that's always special for you to see, to see the expression on those guys' face when they get the rings. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, we we, uh, we had those things mocked up, and, um, you know, they looked beautiful. When, when we got them in, I, I took a look at, at them and put them back in the box and we put them in the safe. You know, I didn't let anybody see them. Uh, until until we started handing them out that day, so the reaction that was that they they had on the field was truly the first time they saw those rings in person, and uh, we had a lot of great reaction shots, and, and uh, you know the kids really proud of them as they should be though. I mean, you work really hard, and, and that's you know that's, that's what we're about here, at Mary Hart Bailey. We we want to have success, and and certainly getting championship rings is is part of that success. You know, having that opportunity to see their reaction is, is always gratifying, but you're in the middle of getting ready for another season and trying to repeat, and that's just as important. And maybe that helps that little bit of motivation when they get to see the reality of their hard work from last year. Yeah, it was it was no mistake that that we uh, gave the rings out two weeks before we start practice. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> I think it kind of refocused them a little bit, and and uh, you know, said, "Hey, let's go get us." You know, we, those rings are really, really nice, but but we left room for improvement. You know, like we we didn't get the biggest rings. You know, so we still have some stuff out there to, to fight for, and um, and you know the guys, you know, just kind of giving that that little boost right here before practice, and and hopefully they'll come in ready to try to win another one. What are you able to do to stay in contact with your team? I know it's two weeks before practice, but you have contact with them and and things like that, and. It, do you are you able to monitor their off season work at any bit uh, going up to the next two weeks? 
Yeah, no, as, as basketball coaches, we can't do anything athletically related with them. Okay. Uh, so they, they can work with the strength conditioning coach, Ben Sims. we got a great strength conditioning coach, and, and uh, he's had a great fall with them in strength conditioning, but I can't be a part of it. He can't uh-huh. report back to me about who's there and who's not there. Um, so we, we do things like we have academic meetings. We do a lot of community service. Uh, I think up to up to today, we're over 500 hours collectively as a team in community service. So, you know, we can do those things as a team, but we can't do anything athletically related. So, um, you know, it's one of the quirks of D3 and, and one of the reasons why we have to recruit the kids we do that are self-starters and work harder on their own on basketball. But uh, uh, but we, we've had plenty of contact with them talking about academics and, and, and doing our community service projects. And you know, here in two weeks, it'll be, it'll be full go on basketball. Coach, how much does that help that team building skills that you'd always look for to be able to have – the community service opportunities, the the academic uh, powwows that you get to have in those situations, those have to help build that that team chemistry before you even hit the court, don't they? Yeah, I mean, we take a lot of pride in those things. You know, we we want to be leaders in our community, and uh, and and also we want to have you know great team GPA. You know, team GPA is above a three point three right now. So um, you know, those are things that we really take serious. Those are things that really challenge our guys to do. And, and um, you know, it just kind of sets the standard for the program before we even introduce basketball. You know, this is we're going to be excellent in everything we do, and we're going to, you know, we're going to get out, we're going to be in the community, and, and we're going to be, a, you know, great models for what a successful student athlete is going to be to, to younger kids. And, and in, in turn, it gives us a chance to kind of see guys in other settings and see guys together and have them interact with each other as long as interacting with everybody else. And, uh, you know, it's – it's it's one of the highlights of our week is when, when we go to those elementary schools and, and we call them you know you know, give give out all the high fives man to so just welcome these kids to school or read to them or encourage them whatever they need so uh, great great team build, building experience and a great way to get to know the new guys you know and, and kind of incorporate them into our culture is that just as gratifying for you to watch these young men grow up and be able to do those type of things and and have kiddos look up to them. As a coach, that has to be as gratifying as even a a big win on a on a Friday night. Oh yeah, I mean it's you know having a ten year old and six year old little boys, you know they they uh, they look up to my guys, and and so mm-hmm. um, you know just having a, the type of players that you know little boys can really look up to and say, hey, I want to be just like him, is really cool for me, you know, especially with my 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 own kids, you know, so. Uh, um, you know, yesterday was National Coaches Day, and <clears throat> so I got to, to, you know, hear from a lot of my former players. And you know, it's to me, winning and losing—that's great. And winning the championships is all about being a father and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, being great husbands. And, and uh, you know, so so to me, that's what coaching is about. You know, the, the basketball is great, and, and we're very driven people, and we want success and we want championships. But you know, to me, the best part of coaching is, is watching a, you know, a little goofy little freshman coming in and and now all of a sudden he's a grown man with the family and and uh you know watching that transformation and and you know here at mary Harden baylor we we have a real heart for um you know helping our kids grow in their spirituality and, and growing in, in the walk of christ and you know so watching all that is is very special to me and and you know really is is the reason why you coach to be honest with you for your team getting ready to hit the hardwood in in a couple of weeks, how do you feel about getting that the season starting and and where are you at right now as far as just being able to repeat for the Crusaders? 
Yeah, I mean, we've been chomping at the bit, you know, I mean, since, since we took that loss in, in Cleveland in the Elite Eight and, you know, gave up that 15-point lead and, um, you know, basically returning 93% of our scoring and 93% of our rebounding and uh, adding some great pieces through recruiting, through transfer portals and a couple of great freshmen. And, um, you know, we, we know we have a chance to be special. We know we have a chance, you know, to really be there at the end of the year and be one of the teams that can compete for national championship. And, um, you know, it's my job right now to make sure that everybody, uh, you know, focuses more on the journey than the destination, you know, like uh, that, that day in March will be there if we'll take care of all the days before that. So, um, so big emphasis this year on just be where your feet are and uh, have a lot of fun, you know, every day and enjoy the process and enjoy each other. And, um, you know, one thing I did, I have learned, I've been lucky enough to be a part of national championship teams and teams that go deep. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we go back and have our, uh, have our, our reunions or whatever, you know, we're all getting old now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we go back, we don't, we don't really talk about the sweet 16 day or the championship day. You know, we, we talk about the great days that led up to it. So, um, so I, I feel like I'm lucky enough to have a little perspective. If, if we're really going to do this, we're really going to have a chance of, of winning a national championship. You know, we got to win today. You know, we can't worry about winning March. We got to win today and tomorrow and the day after. Um, so it's going to be a big challenge for me because these guys are really focused in on, on, on that, you know, that championship day, March 19th, you know, <laughs> like they're, they're very focused <laughs> on that. So, um, so I got to bring us down out of the clouds a little bit and, and get us grounded and, uh, uh, you know, just worry about our steps going there, but it's going to be a lot of fun. we got a great group of kids. They work really hard. They're a lot of fun to coach, um, you know, and, and it's, it's not often that you make a run like we had last year, make it to the lead eight and, you know, have the great record. And, and, you know, we broke all the offensive records. I mean, we, we it was really a great year last year, but it's not often you have a year like that and then just basically return everybody. So, uh, so this is a special situation. Um, I, I recognize that I'm trying to, you know, have the kids recognize that, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, this, this will be even better. Head basketball coach at University of Mary Harden Baylor Crusaders, Cliff Carroll, with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Coach, I appreciate you getting up early and spending a little bit of time with us. Good luck on the transformation to solid food today. I know it'll be successful, and you guys will have a whole lot of fun, but we appreciate the time. Best of luck this season, and can't wait to see you guys play. Hey, man, I always love coming on with you guys, man. Really appreciate you. All right. Thanks, Coach. Have a great day. That is Coach Cliff Carroll, head coach of the Crusaders basketball. Other things going on in the campus of UMHB, women's volleyball taking on Hardin-Simmons tonight at 6 o'clock. Also, uh, they'll be playing McMurray tomorrow as well. And, of course, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, it is the Crusaders taking on the Tigers of East Texas Baptist University. You can hear that game over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, a 12.30 pregame and 1 o'clock kickoff as the crew will take on the Tigers in Marshall. In Marshall, I say. I'm sure you're going to love that drive. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun and early, early in the morning, but uh, it'll, it'll be, I can't wait to get out there. It's, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Thanks to Coach Carroll for joining us. Uh, and look, Ryan, they've got, a, they've got a big opportunity laying in front of them, and he's got a lot of guys coming back. And coming off a team that, you know, went to the Elite Eight last year, and, and he's right. They, they, you know, they had that game in, in kind of a little bit of control, and it, it slipped away from them. And to be able to sit there 
this long until you can get back on the court. That's That's got to be frustrating, but... Uh, when you have ninety three percent of your scoring back, that's that's not a bad place to be sitting. Yeah, and they finished twenty eight and three last year to make that quarterfinals run, and they're going to be playing motivated to oh, say absolutely. the least. Absolutely, no doubt about it. All right, let's switch gears and talk a little Baylor Bears. They have the open week, but they've got a big Thursday night game coming up next week, and Ricky Thompson will join us next here on Game Time and talk about the open week and and what he expects to see Thursday night in Morgantown. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. High formation. Ferguson, the fullback. Only heard here. In front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. All season. Handoff. Elliott coming right. Pushing. Goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Rams. Live from SoFi Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry at your gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace, next to Ashley's Furniture, open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. 
But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The University Trojans are 2-0 in district play after a 53-28 win over Pflugerville last night. Tonight in high school football, Midway hosts Temple. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Waco High entertains Red Oak. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. A field goal fest in the NFL last night as the Colts needed overtime to beat Denver 12-9. The Major League Baseball postseason gets underway today with four wild card games. Tampa Bay at Cleveland gets underway at 11:07, followed by Philadelphia at St. Louis at 1:07. Seattle and Toronto get underway at 3:07, with the Padres and Mets wrapping up today with a 7:07 first pitch. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank. And welcome back to game time here on this Friday morning. 48 minutes past the hour, 7 o'clock. Ward Wines, Ryan Fox along with you. Tom Barfield playing hooky on a beach somewhere. He'll be back in time for Friday night football, I'm sure. Nice way to spend the day on the beach in the morning and football Friday. There you go. Dream come true. Yeah. How about that? Joining us now is the sidelines for the Baylor Bears, Mr. Ricky Thompson, brought to you by Alliance Bank. Ricky, good morning to you. Uh, Good morning, guys. Baylor comes up short against Oklahoma State, but that game being in their grasp, that's got to be frustrating for the Baylor Bears. And then to have an open week after that, Ricky, how hard is that, going off a a tough-fought game, and then you have to have an open week following that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for the Bears? Well, Ward, I don't know if you heard the post game. I asked Coach Aranda that very question, if this was maybe a good time for that. And I think that he felt like it was. And we've all been through football seasons, and there are times when it is absolutely a horrible time for an open day. But I just think... With this young football team and some things they learned in that game, and this is a process for these young guys. I know on the lines of scrimmage, we're very seasoned, but everywhere else, we're not. And I think it's just a time that these guys have to grow. I mean, look back at that game Saturday. Two kickoff returns and a safety, that takes away 16 points added up. I mean, that's just really blunders that cost you the football game. And Oklahoma State's good. Let's don't forget that. That's a really good football team. But I don't necessarily think that they're 11 points better than we are. And I just think that might be a different situation at a different time if that happens again, maybe something like last year. But right. back to your question, I think it was a pretty good time to have, have a little bit of time and remember, too, you come back on the next Thursday, not Saturday. So it's not a full two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that can be really brutal after a loss. Yeah, and, and 
being able to have that Thursday night game in Morgantown and how tough a place to play on a Thursday night is Morgantown, especially with West Virginia. They kind of have their back against the wall right now. Yeah, they do. Uh, tough place to play anytime. I can't remember exactly how many times we've played there, but I can tell you we're over however many times it is. So uh, this is a big game. Uh, it's a game that we've got to win. Uh, I think we can do that. And the good thing about this, even on a Thursday night game, which is unusual and it's a night game and night games on the on the road are tough, but we've already had two tough ones, at Brigham Young and at Iowa State. And I thought at Iowa State we really rebounded well, had that game in hand 31-14 before a couple of late scores. But I think – I, I just don't think the crowd will be that big of a factor there uh, because of the experience so far with the two games on the road. We just got to make plays. Uh, you can't have balls bouncing off receivers for interceptions. You can't drop third down catches. You can't get a safety five yards deep in the end zone. And good grief, you got to cover kicks. But, I mean, think about that. How many mm-hmm. times have we had to cover a kick because – 99% of the time, we've seen the ball go out the back of the end zone. So I don't know what was up with that, but just a lot of little things that need to be corrected, and they're all very correctable. When you talk about special teams and a young team that has the opportunity to take that next step, that's one of the places that you really have to take that next step, isn't it, Ricky? Well, absolutely. You can't. You can win some games on special teams. Mm-hmm. What you can't afford to do is lose, is lose one. Right. I think uh, if, if you if you play to a draw on special teams, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you lose that battle, I mean, you've got offense, defense out there most of the football game. And if you lose the special teams battle, that's really a psychological issue with those other two sides of the ball. And you just can't afford to do that. You've at least got to play even and not make a mistake. And a 98-yard kickoff return is a huge mistake. Right. How how important is it for the Bears to go up to West Virginia on Thursday night? And and I know it sounds silly, but coming off that loss to Oklahoma State, really go in there on Thursday night, just relax and be yourself and, and not try to do too much in this game, and you should be okay. Yeah, I think that's very important. I think you can go back to the early stages of this game. and The kick return was in the second half, but really we let Oklahoma State drive down right at the end of the half, score, go up 16-3, to and that really put us in a bad spot, mm-hmm. particularly when they had the ball coming out. So I think the first half on the road is critical, and I think uh, we, we've got to play better early. We've got to be focused and in the game and ready to go. And I thought I thought we rebounded really well last Saturday. We could have, after that kickoff return, laid down and really gotten tumbled. Mm-hmm. But fought back and had a chance to tie the game into overtime when we threw the interception. But uh, that's a little harder to do on the road. So I really think you've got to come out with guns blazing early in this game and, and – be in it, if not up, at halftime. 
I know you hear all the time when you're on the road in a hostile environment, it's harder on the offense to perform sometimes than it is the defense. I, I'm one to think it's it's a bigger game for the defense than it is the offense. Am, am I way off base on that? No, I don't think so. Uh, Daniels is a good quarterback to transfer from Georgia. You can't let him have big plays early. If an offense has big plays early in a game, that really gets the crowd fired up, maybe more so mm-hmm. than sacks or stops. And I just think a, a long-distance pass play, a, a big run of 50 or 60 yards, really gets a crowd into the game. So in that regard, I think you're right. And, of course, offensively, the difficulty is on the quarterback and the signal right. calling and getting getting plays in and out. But I think the BYU experience – uh, even Iowa State, guys, it was really loud up there, and I didn't see any issues getting plays off. So I think we're good on the offensive side. Ricky Thompson with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Ricky, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy a Saturday. What are you going to do with yourself on Saturday, not being on the sidelines? I'm not real sure, but it's kind of <laughs> nice. In fact, we've got, we've, we've got the next two Saturdays off. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Maybe you can soak up some college football on your own. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I may I may have it on at 11 o'clock this Saturday morning. That's going to be an interesting uh, Red River rivalry. A lot different circumstance than yes. we normally see. How long has it been since you've – sit there and thought, well, you know what? I might go to the game and watch Texas OU, but I'm looking more forward to the corn dog than I am the game between the Sooners and the Longhorns. Yeah, think about that. You could have one of those guys come out with three losses after wow. that game, and the other one would have, well, both of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, one, one of them would have three conference losses, Oklahoma, and Texas would have three losses on the season. So either way you go in this game, one of them's going to have Three, and I'm not sure we've ever seen that. No, it's it's going to be interesting. Ricky Thompson with the Lions Bank with us here on Game Time. Hey, Ricky, enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks, Ward. You bet. And it is Ricky Thompson with the Lions Bank joining us here on Game Time. And, yeah, having a Saturday off for Ricky, that's going to be different where he can maybe catch some college football. And, yeah, that, that game tomorrow, I'm, I'm normally – very intrigued and very up for Texas OU weekend. I don't have a vested interest in it, but it's always a great game. It's always, you know, one of the premier matchups. More times than not, it's game day there, uh, and it's not this year. Both teams are not ranked for the first time yeah. since 1998. But, again, to your point, this game is always competitive. I, I think I saw a stat earlier this week where since 1937, this game's at a deadlock at 46 46- 46 wins for each team and one tie. How about that? So it's a very exciting matchup. And I think, again, I think you're right. Regardless of the rankings, and all that, I think it'll still be a good football game. I, You know, I just it's Texas OU. It should be. It's It still should be full. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it should be a great atmosphere. Um, and, and maybe with both teams struggling, maybe it makes it a better football game mm-hmm. as far as entertainment value yeah. because both these teams are going to be fighting and clawing because they can, as Ricky just pointed out, neither one of them can afford a loss at this point Mm -mm. or things may take a drastic turn for both of them. So I don't know. Does the, 
does that game intrigue you more, or does TCU and Kansas? I got to go with the latter there. TCU Kansas game day being there. When when was the last time game day was in Lawrence? Never. 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 It's never happened. That just adds to the intrigue to me. I'm gonna have my eyes on that one. What what time is that? A not, 11 a.m. kick on FS1. How about that? <laughs> I'll, have, I'll I'll be in the studio working, but I'll probably have that on the TV up there with, yeah. with my eyes on it. I'll, I'll get my eyes on it somehow. I'll, I'll have to catch the radio version on the way to Marshall. And uh, know what? 11 o'clock kickoff. I'll just just be getting to the press box. Maybe maybe 30 minutes into the press box at oh. that point. So maybe they'll have a TV in the press box where I can catch part of that one. Let's hope so. I I look. I I think that's very intriguing. Um, I just, it's Texas OU. I can't get that out of my mind. I mean, I wish I was able to go to that to get the corn dog. I mean, yeah. there's nothing better than a Fletcher's corn dog. I had my very first one last weekend. What? Yeah. Uh, 21 Your years very old. very first Fletcher's was, corn dog was last weekend? It, it was only the second time I've ever gone to the fair. The first time I was a little kid. I might have had one then, but if I did, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember it. But the one I had on last Sunday was fantastic. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they are. So good. All right, this is game time on a Friday morning. It is straight up 8 o'clock. We'll take the break when we come back. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's will join us. We'll talk high school football next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer wins on their home pitch in Waco. We'll give you details. Plus, volleyball headed out of town and tennis in action this weekend. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel. Luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Join us November 10th at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco for our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. Our special guests will be former Baylor women's basketball and now WNBA guard Odyssey Sims. It's Thursday, November 10th, beginning at 1130 a.m. at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and tickets are available now by calling 254-710-8300. Join us as we hear from former Baylor women's basketball All-American Odyssey Sims. November 10th, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor soccer, a winner at Betty Lou Mays Field last night on the banks of the Brazos. Baylor wins 3-2 over Kansas for their first Big 12 Conference win of the season.
Next up for Michelle Leonard and Baylor Soccer, hosting Kansas State Sunday at noon. It's also Pups at the Pitch Day for Baylor Soccer Sunday. While it's an open date this weekend for Baylor football, back in action next Thursday on the road at West Virginia, Baylor women's tennis in action this weekend, hosting the HEB Invitational today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Baylor Volleyball headed out of town. They'll play at West Virginia tomorrow at noon. Coach Ryan McGuire coming off the 3-2 win over Oklahoma on Wednesday says defense will be a key in the road match. Uh, I think, you know, whenever you travel, we talk about like the defense has to travel. And, um, you know, I would say it was really just only our second true road match. Uh, Pepperdine was our first one. We probably were flat in that one. Uh, our other preseason matches were, were neutral sides against the teams that we played. And so I think, uh, you know, defense hurts. Defense is attitude. Defense is uh, gritty. I think it's something that still describes our team, but we got to make sure we're, um, you know, we're bringing it on the road where teams are maybe more comfortable serving aggressive, more comfortable passing aggressive serves uh, to, to keep that edge over them. And, you know, I'd love to... Uh, uh, limit our opponent's hit percentage on the road, you know, like we do at home. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball number 17 in the nation on the road at West Virginia tomorrow. It's a noon start central time. The match on Big 12 now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Ryan Fox along with you. Six minutes past the hour, 8 o'clock on this game day, Friday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend. Joining us now, the greatness of Mr. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's. Morning, Greg. How are we? Good morning, fellas. How are we doing down there? Outstanding. Appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us here on this football Friday. And 
First question, Greg. The biggest surprise on the upside or the downside for Greg Tepper so far in high school football? Boy, that's it's, it's hard to tell, but but I'll tell you that I think there's there's a couple of candidates on on the upside. Um, you know, one of the teams that I think is 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 what is a big surprise is Brookshire Royal down there in the Houston area. We had their coach Theatis Reagans on our show earlier this week. This is a program that is now five and zero to start the year big game this week against Belleville stay ranked Belleville. So we'll find out a lot about them, but they're five and oh, they have not won more than five, they have not won five games in a season since 2010. And they've already got five wins to start the year. So I would say that that is one of those teams that I think has certainly overachieved my expectations, a team that, that we didn't necessarily see coming. Uh, you know, the, the good thing is that there's a lot of these teams, a lot of these teams that I think have, have overachieved uh, down there. Another one down there in the Houston area, uh, uh, Houston, uh, you know, Houston uh, Booker T. Washington is also a fantastic start. Uh, Katie Jordan, I think a new program down there in the Houston area has really surprised me. Uh, in the DFW Metroplex, big game tonight for Forney. Forney has, is off to a four-and-one start under Coach Jeff Fleener. They've exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and and you know, a handful of others. Hallettsville is up there. I think they've overachieved what I've, what I've thought. Things like that. You know, on the other side, as far as teams that have disappointed me, um, I think it's hard not to look at a team. Uh, you know, like Brock, uh, who got off that 0-4 star, now an ex- extremely difficult ske- uh, schedule, but I think that they've they, maybe they're getting the wheels back on. South Oak Cliff's kind of in that same boat, although they do have what I think is a really nice win over Parish Episcopal, uh, things like that. that. As far as other disappointments are concerned, you know, uh, one of them I think that has kind of flown under the radar that not a whole lot of people are talking about uh, is, is Jim Ned. Jim Ned, of course, mm-hmm. was was so... You know, the 2020 state champion, 2021, they go to the regional semifinals, I want to say, before they run into Brock and kind of get uh, dropped into an active volcano. But uh, since then, they're two and three, and they're kind of an ugly two and three. I mean, this is a program that really misses Xavier Wishart, who is doing uh, a little bit of everything for them. Uh, So that's a team that I think has underachieved. Uh, you know, another one that I would say, and, and I think it's kind of easy to explain, is Frisco Liberty. Frisco Liberty lost last night. They're now 0 and 7 to start the year. Wow. Um, and and this, but one of the reasons is Keldrick Luster, their quarterback, transferred to McKinney in the offseason. They're they're kind of blue chip quarterback, and I think you now see how important he was to what they do. So yeah, kind of there. There's those teams for for every team that that's a great story that that's got you know they've they've broken a long streak or they've 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 had they're having their best season in in a long time. There's also a handful that are uh, that are riding the struggle bus right now. Big games coming up in the area, and one of those two undefeated, Bremont and Chilton, mm-hmm. facing off against each other. This should be a good matchup. Yeah, I love this game, and, and I think that uh, it's it's really maybe flying under the statewide radar because there's a couple of other uh, because there's a couple of other teams that a couple of the games that, that might be kind of sucking up the oxygen in the room, but I'll tell you that this, this, this Chilton team is interesting. So they're, they're off to a, a terrific start, obviously uh, to start the year, start the year. And, and they're really good up front. They're very strong up front and they've, they've got a, a first year, a head coach in Benny Hewitt, uh, who's taken over, who's promoted from the uh, defensive coordinator position for the last three seasons. He's uh, got a number of guys who are playing both ways, but that's kind of par for the course uh, there with, with Chilton. Uh, but this team, I, I really like what they what they bring to the table. Dalen Ford, they're kind of do it all out. They they got him playing quarterback. Uh, their defense led by Miguel Barron has been very strong. For Bremond, um, it's not fair to this young man, and I realize that, and I want to acknowledge that. But they've got a guy who's going to remind you of Rashad Paul. 
they've mm-hmm. got a quarterback, sophomore quarterback, Braylon Wortham, that is, I think he's already got like 27 touchdowns in the first five games. I mean, he's a super duper star and he can do a little bit of everything. And it's, again, it's impossible to, to look at a young, like an underclassman star dual threat quarterback at Bremond and not get those flashes. But like, there's, there's something there. This kid is special. And so what can he do kind of in a big game like this? I think he's going to determine the district. Oh, that's a really good district. Milano's in that district. Mm -hmm. They're undefeated. Granger state ranked. They're in that, they're in that district as well. So it'll be, it'll be a fun kind of battle Royale for those four playoff spots. Uh, But this is, it really starts tonight. And staying in the area of Central Texas, uh, the University Trojans got a big district win last night over Pflugerville, 53-28, to improve to 2-0 in district. And it's been kind of night and day with this University Trojan team, especially last year coming up an 0-10 season and then breaking that losing streak earlier this season against Eastern Hills. What's your assessment of the University Trojans through seven weeks? Yeah, I think that I think they could stop right now. Uh, and Kent last year, I don't want to stop right now. Obviously, they're playing great, but but from my perspective, as just somebody who has to assess these teams, they could stop right now and have a wildly successful season. I think this is this is a really really important step forward for what they've been able to do. And and, and look, you know, there. I think that win last night over Pflugerville. I mean, that's one of the biggest wins for that program in a while. I mean, that, that's a really important win. You know, they, they get the district win over Killing Chaparral. Uh, it's a first year UIL program. Maybe, maybe you could say, ah, you know what, you know, what, what was that last, last night's a, a real bona fide certified district win that suddenly, suddenly thrusts them into, dare I say, playoff race. I mean, th- they've got to take care of business down the stretch and there's, you know, th- it's, it's tougher tests to come, but you've still got Pflugerville Connolly on there who, who's winless to start the year. I mean, you're talking about a, a, a real opportunity, I think, for um, for these uh, Trojans to, to make the playoffs. And what I think has been impressive is you've seen uh, the offense, I think, really take a nice step forward. Uh, you know, the last year it was kind of kind of listless in a lot of ways. Uh, but but right now, what you're seeing is you're seeing um, you're seeing a, a team that is uh, that I think is playing with confidence. And for the first time in quite a while. And you're right, you know, 0-10, they haven't made the playoffs since 2009. I mean, they've got five winless seasons between that time. Uh, three wins is the first num- most wins they've had in the season since 2019. I mean, they've already, to me, taken that really important step forward in Kent Laster's second season there with the Trojans. So for me, right now, rousing success. They've already got a lot of their, their, and there's more kind of green in front of them that they could run for. Uh, they get one more win, and we're talking playoffs for them, which would be such a huge accomplishment for this program. Greg Tepper with us here on Game Time on this Friday morning, and Greg Marlin travels to Crawford to take on the Pirates. Just how good is this Pirates defense right now? Yeah, it's it, it's it's excellent. It's excellent, and and it's they they've faced big challenges, you know, before. You know, I think that when you go back to week two, uh, where they beat Centerville twenty one six, that's a really really impressive win uh, to to take down those Tigers. Um, and and their defense has been just extremely strong, and it's one of, they're one of those teams that their defense or that their offense feeds their defense. It's a, that complimentary football we've heard so much about. 
about how, you know, you want your, your offense to support your defense. And that's, that's really what you've seen here is that their running game has really kept their defense fresh. You know, for Marlin, Marlin's another team that you can maybe throw in that kind of disappointing category. Uh, you know, they start the year with that, uh, that, that, those, those three ugly losses uh, to Crockett, Mart, and Grosbeck. Now, I'll just say this. I think all three of those losses have actually aged pretty well, but they go and they, they get their open date. And then since then, they've been rolling. You know, they've been playing a lot better football. I think part of it is the schedule's lightened up. And then also, I think their offense has figured things out. Um, you know, that I think there was going to be uh, some, some growing pains without Darian Gallette. Uh, exactly what was this team going to look like? I think they figured that out. Um, going on the roads, Crawford is going to be a chore. This is a game that we had circled in the preseason that I think probably lost a little bit of its luster simply because of the way that, that things kind of shook out with, with Marlin. But, you know, if Marlin this is a real test for exactly how back Marlin is and how much of an aberration those first three weeks were, uh, we'll find out a lot about the Bulldogs tonight. What is Greg Tepper's game of the week for you? One of game that you have to have an eye on while you're sitting at the sports desk. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to say like Gilmer and Pleasant Grove, uh-huh. easy and fun. Uh, it's easy to say Gunner and Bells, which is another state ranked matchup. But I'm actually going to be a real hipster, and I'm going to tell you that the biggest game of the night is six man night, the six man game. Um, Richland Springs welcomes in Cherokee okay. uh, in a district opener for these for these teams. And I'll tell you why. First of all, this is number three versus number two in 1A Division Two, Cherokee uh, and Richland Springs, respectively. Um, and there, this is a really good Cherokee team. We saw them in person. Uh, I really like what they bring to the table. You know, offensively, they run the ball well with Gunner Ball. They got kind of do it all playmaker and Joey Bond. They have one of the best kickers in six man football, which is actually interesting. Um, <laughs> now they're going up against Richmond Springs. Now, Richmond Springs, there's been a lot of drama around them. They're without their head coach, uh, Jerry Burkhart, who was suspended for three years by the UIL for alleged recruiting violations. So they have an interim coach. They're undefeated. I think they're a little untested right now. I think they've, they've, you know, I think everyone they've played, they're just a lot better than. This is their first real test. Got a great playmaker in Braxton Etheridge. What makes this so interesting and why six-man fans have had this game circled since, since the day UIL realignment came out is because uh, – so this game is at Richland Springs. Richland Springs has not lost a home game since 2013, August 2013. Wow. They have not lost a district game since October 2001. Oh, my. They have not lost a district game in 20 years. Oh, my. And and there's a real chance tonight, like a real, real chance, because this, this is the toughest district test they will have faced probably in that span. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot on the line in this game, and it has everyone buzzing in the six-man world. It is going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's my game. For all, for all the, all the storylines around it, that's my game tonight. Should be fun. Greg Tepper, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Magazine, with us here, and he'll be on the sports desk tonight on Valley Sports. Hey, Greg, we appreciate the time, as always. Have a great Friday night. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care, guys. All right. There he goes. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's, and he'll be on the scoreboard show tonight. Hadn't lost a district game in 20 years. We say October 2001. 20 years. Who does that? I wasn't even a year old yet. Stop it. <laughs> Game time returns right after this. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Rentals. Coach, coming off a 63-7 win in district play over Life Oak Cliff, an all-around great effort by your team last week. 
offensively you were able to move the ball and score, and defensively you basically shut them out until late in the game. Yeah, it was. You know, I, I thought our kids came out and played with great energy the other night, and and uh, you know it was a and it showed. You know, we we were we were very efficient on offense, and you know it was middle of the second quarter I think before they got a first down, and so uh, you know our kids did a great job of coming out, setting the tone of the game early, and uh, you know go ahead and putting that thing away. Uh, you know as soon as we could. And doing that also gives you the chance to play a lot of people. You know, we did. We we got we got a bunch of guys in the game. Got a bunch of guys from Friday night experience, and. Uh, you know that's going to be big for us as we move down the road, and uh, you know, you know, probably have to count on some of those guys in some key spots as as we get going later in the district and into the playoffs. Continuing district play tonight at Dallas A Plus Academy. They're coming off a big district win last week. Talk a little bit about them on offense. They run the spread. Is it a traditional spread where they throw a lot, or do they try to run out of the spread? You know, they they really try to run it a little bit more than they throw it, and and uh, you know, try to do a good job of, of taking what you can give them and. And so, uh, you know, they mix it up a little bit. And, you know, defensively, they, uh, you know, they base out of an even front, but they, they bounce around and, and really do some things that, um, you know, load up the box on you if you're, if you're trying to run. So, you know, we, we've got to make sure that we uh, take care of business this week. We, we get better and eliminate our mistakes and, and playing an even cleaner game than we did last week and, uh, you know, you know, continue moving forward. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where truck season has been extended, which means big savings to you when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. If you're looking for a certified pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, find new roads to Chevy of West for our biggest savings of 2022. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and for more, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 8.22 here on a Friday morning. Wardline's Ryan Fox along with you here on Game Time. Tom Barfield laying on a beach somewhere getting ready for Friday night football. <laughs> yeah. The site what you, beach? The site you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> what beach? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He probably is. He's playing no, Mickey. No, he's, he's got priorities. He has priorities. to take care of. I got priorities. Joining us in studio now is Stephanie from Sales to talk something about sports or thereabouts. <laughs> or some, something. Some or, kind of related or. Or more. Or, or more. A hundred miles, miles or, or more. more. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Friday. Thank you. Big football weekend, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite game? I, I'm going to go TCU in Kansas, and I'm going to pick TCU to take it. Oh, okay. Going Just because the... I like their uniforms. It's <laughs> a great reason, Steph. <laughs> Purple's in my color well, so. Oh, yeah, well, okay. And Texas OU, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go for OU. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because orange is definitely not in my color well. Right. But anyway. I would go for the corn dog. The corn dog? <laughs> mm-hmm. What corn dog? You mean at the stadium? Like eat a corn dog? At the state fair. <laughs> the sta- the oh, game's yeah. at the state fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, at the, at really? The, at, yeah, I know. You didn't know that? I did, but I wasn't thinking. <laughs> it's like, it's Friday. It, <laughs> yeah. It's Friday. Yeah, that's the reason you weren't thinking. <laughs> so, I'm really smart, I promise. So, hey, I was reading on the internet. These are some Super Bowl fun facts. Get this. Okay. You, Over, where, did, where did you get it? The internet. Okay. <laughs> On the Googles. On the Googles. <laughs> On the Googles. So, over 48 million Americans will order takeout on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't doubt that. That's, Six, yeah. Now, wait. What? What? What is the most popular, did they say? Pizza. 60% pizza? of those of that number will mm. be pizza. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll be grilling steaks. Mm. Okay. We know who makes the money around here. <laughs> Oh, no, I won't well, be buying them. I'll just be grilling them. <laughs> Mom and daddy. Yeah. yeah. 60% pizza. 60% pizza. Uh-huh. All right. I would thought, to be honest, I would have thought it would have been higher than that. I did, too. But get this. Oh. One, this is shocking. You're not done yet. No. 1.2 billion chicken wings will be eaten that day. Awful. That yeah. is a lot of chickens. Like, do they even make that many chickens? <laughs> well, yes. There's that many chickens. <laughs> I mean, how do you find a billion chickens? They're not hard to find. <laughs> I, know they, I got some in my neighborhood. 
I don't think those are the ones they're looking for. I don't know. That's a lot of chickens. Well, they, yes, okay, they, right. they have that many wings. <laughs> you think they just have to stockpile it for Super Bowl Sunday? Well, I bet they, they're like breeding them chickens right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's a lot of bills. Are these are our Super Bowl chickens. <laughs> Probably. Maybe they're plumper or something. What? I don't know. They inject they inject the chickens with no, hormones. They wait, here with, we with go. preservatives. With preservatives. Here we go again. Here we go. I'll get this. 11.2 million pounds of potato chips will be eaten, and two and 8.2 million pounds of tortilla chips will be eaten, which goes with the guacamole. Well, I mean. How many gallons of queso? Why, why do they distinct potato chips from tortilla chips? I think one has more flour than the other. I'm not asking that, Stephanie. <laughs> okay. oh, why do they split? Why do they say potato chips and tortilla chips? Is- because there's a difference. Oh, okay. Because you could have like barbecue potato chips, uh-huh. and you can have light tortilla chips. Okay. Don't you go crazy? Like? Tor- light. Oh, I thought you light. said like. Like <laughs> corn or flour. I don't know. Ten percent of Americans will use their grills that day. That's you, Ryan. That's me. Only ten? Only ten percent. I'm starting to doubt this. <laughs> I don't know. They're well the ones that aren't grilling, they're eating those chicken wings. And then three point this is funny, three point eight million pounds of popcorn will be eaten and two point five million pounds of nuts. Nice. That's a lot of corn to be growing. Cause popcorn comes from corn. Well really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Here's the best. That's a lot of corn to be growing. Yeah, that's a lot of corn. That's a lot of corn. And I think corn (laughs) grows around here or somewhere. Uh. Okay, get this. You ready? (laughs) 325.5 million gallons of beer will be drank that day. Now, wait a minute. How do they measure all this? I guess by their sales. Okay. That makes sense. Think about it. All right. You know, like these manufacturers that make all these food and drinks, they're preparing. Right. Okay. Here you they, go. The average price. I said average price of a hot dog at a Super Bowl game is $12. Really? Oh, my God. $12. For, not bad. For one hot dog? For one hot dog. You could buy a whole pack over at Walmart. For maybe two They're not packs. the same. Well... A a hot dog at any sporting event is always better than what you can make at home. Well, I know because you're at a sporting event. It's there the ambiance. Mm-hmm. It's the ambiance. Okay, good point. A, a, so no, the dollar dog on Wednesday night at the ballpark can't be that. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I actually looked up 2023 Super Bowl in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Right now, the most expensive ticket that is available available according to uh, Geek Seat or Seat Geek. Seat Geek, yeah. Yeah. Is seventy thousand eight hundred and ninety one dollars? Seventy thousand. Well, that's that's going to be the cheap end by the time the Super Bowl gets here. It's crazy, and then they're saying right now that there there is only one percent of tickets available. I'm not buying that. One percent. I'm not buying that. I don't know. I, I'm not buying that. Does that mean just more celebrities and players are just buying their tickets as a as opposed to the fans. Well, the players, if you're, okay, if I'm an NFL football player, right, and mm-hmm. I ain't going to the Super Bowl, do you think I want to be in that stadium? No. I'm going to be pouting at home. Well, a lot of them will be there. Some of them Eating be chicken there. wings and drinking beer. You think they'll they'll all be in suites. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But they still have to pay face value for a I, ticket. I cannot. Yeah. So they say. So they say. Yeah. But I, I can't believe there's only 1%. That's, that's what the Seat Geek thing said. And then that. 
your average ticket price right now is starting at $8,000. Do you know how many pairs of shoes I could buy with that? $8,000? I'd fill up the whole house. For you, too. <laughs> right? And right now, hotel rooms, because, you know, they, they're raising rates in hotel. Well, yeah, that's part of the deal. Average for one night is $700. So if well, you go to a Hampton that, Inn, that's, that, that, that doesn't surprise Yeah, me. if you go to a Hampton Inn that's normally like $182, mm-hmm. it's now $700. Well, yeah. Good Lord. I could yeah. fly somewhere for $700. A round trip. Not across to England, but I could. Like, Not 100 miles or more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could fly like down to, I don't know, San Antonio. Uh, I don't know. I but, think you could get there cheaper than that. but For $700? I don't know, man. Tickets are expensive right now. Gas prices are going up and up. Really? Planes use gas, so. Oh, it does? (laughs) Right? Diesel? Oh, darn. They don't use diesel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even really know what the difference is between diesel and gas. I just know, like, my boyfriend has a truck and puts diesel in it. Uh huh. And I put gas in my car. Don't ever do the opposite. I know. I know it will ruin your engine and you'd be broke down. Like, you wouldn't leave the pump. Yeah, did somebody? It'll be stuck there. Did did some? Be stuck you, there. You asked the question. Why can't I not put that in my car? Didn't you? No. Well, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think diesel's cheaper right now. I don't even know what the difference is. Is it the way they like make it or something? It's for the engine. Okay. Well, maybe I need to get a car with a diesel engine. No, you don't. No, you don't. No. <laughs> no. Five dollars. You, you don't want that. Okay. No, you don't. Want not that. in this economy. I don't know. But anyways, that's. That's some more football knowledge for y'all. Knowledge? Just, yeah, or well, facts. That's, play with that word fast and loose, don't you? Hey, I like that word. <laughs> yeah. It makes me sound smart. I just can't believe that many chicken wings are eaten. I just want to know where they're finding all these chickens. Well, Seriously. Sanderson Farms down the road does not have a billion chickens. Yes, it does. They'll be fine. Where are they finding these chickens? Oh, you need to find from out the where. chicken place. Where's the chicken place? We have a the chicken, chicken place. The chicken man. The chicken man sells them to them. The chicken man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust me. The- hey, from the uh, CNC collision <laughs> text go. line, uh, Corey says, man, that was a horrible football last night. The game was like watching baseball after the steroid area. Painful. Corey. <laughs> yeah. Corey. It's always Corey. Corey texts every day. It's he always does. Corey. But hey, thanks, Corey, Corey, for not saying anything about me today. Well, hang on. He's going to do that. Oh, here we go. You've opened the floodgates now. Here we go. All right. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate right, it very, very day. much. Have a great weekend. That is Stephanie from Sales joining us here on this Friday morning. Go ahead and get that Super Bowl ticket, Ryan. It's it's very huh. affordable right now. Oh, yeah. Only 1% left. We need to find out if that's true or not. I'll do some I mean, research. I trust Stephanie. I, I really do. Yes, it's truth. The Googles told me. The Googles, Googles. yeah. Coming up next, Kyle Yeomans. Recently on Game Time. Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me see it. it. He's going to knock himself out. (laughs) He can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. You know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get that out of here. That's a right-handed yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm smart enough to know that. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. They are Waco's only authorized installer of catskin leather and the best in the industry, Aaliyah Leather, as well as the best source of hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take the backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM, seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University. University Parks Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. And ask about their financing options. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Black Ridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. For information or to schedule your service, call Black Ridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. Black Ridge Priest proudly supports Waco ISD. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide Ryan Fox along with you here on this Football Friday. Joining us now, speaking of Football Friday, Mr. Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys Network. Kyle, good morning to you. Good morning. Did you kick Tom out of the, the host chair for a little bit? What are you doing, Ward? Yeah, Tom's laying on the beach somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, he's he's not here today, so he'll be he's back. He's making that type of football Friday money. Yeah, right? yeah. He's leaving you guys out to dry to fend for him while he's off on the beach. Yeah, he, he's, he's taking a little time, you know, doing his thing, getting ready for the game tonight. So who uh, knows? Who knows what he's yeah, up to? That's That's about right. Yeah. Hey, if I'd have told you the Cowboys would be three and one uh, after Dak Prescott went down and Cooper Rush stepped in, would you have believed me? 
uh, I probably would have responded with, who did they trade for? Where, where did they go? Uh, because you're right. I mean, at the end of week one, the hope at that point in the season was lost. I mean, the, the amount of text messages and tweets and comments that I had seen that were saying, all right, like what, what time, uh, what time does the draft show get started? Mm-hmm. Cause we were getting to the point where you're looking forward, like, all right, what is this season even going to look like? Um, that's a huge credit to, to Coach McCarthy, to, to Kellen Moore. Uh, of course, Dan Quinn's doing his thing with the, with the personnel that he has on the defensive side of the football. Uh, I think those guys have really stepped up into everybody in that locker room, really. Uh, and they put on their hard hats, and they said, let's get to work. This thing's not over yet. We've still, still got 16 games left in the season, uh, and then they've won the, the last three. And they haven't done so in pretty fashion. You're not blowing anybody out. You're not uh, you're not just dominating from beginning to end, but you're playing dominant defense, uh, and then you're playing safe offense on on that side of the ball, and you're not turning it over. And that's how the Cowboys have had some success, and that's a huge credit to the coaching staff. The uh, the defensive side of the ball for the Cowboys has been a big reason why they're three and one right now. And, you know, it's easy to look at the uh, key contributors such as Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs and the impact they've made. Uh, through your perspective, Kyle. Uh, who is a who has been a key contributor to this defense that no one's really talking about, or who has flown under the radar for this Cowboys defense? Uh, yeah, I think really under the radar is kind of a weird term to use for him, but uh, just a name that you didn't mention there is Donovan Wilson. Uh, the, the way that he has stepped up in the absence of J. Ron Curse and, and come up and played that safety position, kind of as a guy who just cleans up whatever's going on in front of him. Uh, it, it's opened up not only through the first four weeks of the season, but it opens up opportunities for him toward the the back half of the season as well. Uh, Of course, J Ron curse is expected to return this week. He feels healthy. He's been a full participant in practice all week long. So when he's back into the fold, now Dan Quinn can go safely to that three safety look. And the defense really doesn't know what's going on because you, you could use curse in a number of different ways. You can use Donovan Wilson, who's seventh in the NFL in tackles in a number of different ways. Uh, it's a huge plus for Dan Quinn to have another guy step up the way that Wilson has. Uh, so I think he's been a, a big part of that. Outside of him, I really like the way that Quentin Bohanna has been playing in the middle of that defensive line. Big Bo is what we call him because he's just a big body. Came in at 360. He's kind of slimmed down a little bit. He's probably more toward 330, 335 at the moment, the way that he's kind of slimmed down and, and really picked up his athleticism. But you can still see what he was drafted to come here to do and that is take up space and be a gap eater on the defensive line and he has done that to a great tee throughout this season so far uh it's allowed guys around him like a neville gallimore and osa digizua uh, and a chauncey golston that are maybe the three technique or five techniques to just go out there and eat because if he's taken up the spot in the middle of the defensive line that's another one or two or three guys even sometimes if he really wrecks things that don't have, or that the opponent doesn't have to block those other guys around him. So, uh, really excited about, about what I've seen from those two guys. But it really, it's been a, a collective unit as that defense that has stepped up big for the Cowboys. Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys Network with us here on ESPN Central Texas on this Football Friday. And and Kyle, I was I was one of the ones in the corner that that was screaming, "Hey, Cooper Russ cannot get this done," and he yeah. he proved me wrong completely. And I respect that. But part of the reason, I think, is 
the way Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy have kind of dialed things back and, and made it more attainable for him to achieve the goals that they needed him to do. Could this be a blueprint for even when Dak Prescott comes back for Kellen Moore to keep his seatbelt on a little bit better? Yeah, I really think it is. Uh, and I remember talking about this even prior to that, that week two matchup against Cincinnati. You and you had asked me that question. Do they dial it back? And I, I said, not really, because he does have a great understanding of the offense. And, and Cooper Rush does. But they have just made it simplistic for him. So that way, when he goes up to the line of scrimmage, he can make the read. He can make the adjustment because he is the veteran that is able to do so. Uh, and then he's able to play the way that he can and not try and play outside of himself. That's kind of what Dak Prescott does sometimes is he plays outside of himself. So maybe this is an opportunity for Dak to do some self-reflection. You know he's as competitive as anybody in the NFL, maybe even anybody in the world. I mean, Dak Prescott is the ultimate competitor. So maybe he's sitting back here and he's taking a look and saying, man, I, I know this thumb is keeping me out, but this is maybe a lesson for me to learn. Play within yourself but still maybe take some shots. It's okay to take a shot here and there. Cooper Rush is taking a shot here and there down the field. You saw a couple of them to C.D. Lamb. You've seen one to Michael Gallup or two of Michael Gallup that both ended up in pass interference penalties. So I think there's an opportunity for Dak to kind of look at it all, take a step back and say, all right, what did Cooper Rush do well? Now with my talent level, how can I take that to the next level but still play within myself and not put our team in a, in a spot uh, where it jeopardizes either turnovers or it jeopardizes uh, games late in down the stretch because Cooper Rush is, or excuse me, Dak Prescott is the more talented quarterback over Cooper Rush, but Dak Prescott will turn the football over more than Rush will. Are the Cowboys catching the Rams at a good time? Oh, that's a tough question, Ward, because at some point the Rams are going to wake up, which is probably why you even asked that. They're, they're going to wake up, and that offense is going to catch fire. You just don't want it to be in week five. Wait till week six, LA. <laughs> like, don't, don't, let's not do that this week. Let's figure it out next week. But, I mean, Sean McVay, uh, just as much as people are calling Dan Quinn a defensive genius, Sean McVay is that offensive genius. So I think if you're going to have to score points at some point along the way against this Rams team. Now, I know the 49ers held them to nine points, and it was just an ugly game on Monday Night Football. Uh, but you know they're not going to be happy with that as, as well. John McVay, much like Dak Prescott, is an ultimate competitor. He wants to prove that nothing is wrong with this offense and that it's just a slow start to the season. Uh, I, I think this offense uh, for the Rams is going to be the biggest defensive challenge, maybe outside of Tampa Bay, that they've seen this year. So it, it'll be a good test for Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, and company because they're going to stretch things out. They're going to get it to Cooper Cup. They're going to get it to Allen Robinson and then uh, of course, you've got two backs in the backfield that can run it as well. Kyle, Cowboys win if they do what? If they score more than 25 points. That's, okay. that's the other thing about it because, yes, your offense – or excuse me, your defense has played so well to this point, and, and they've allowed your offense to stay within striking distance. But the Rams are going to score points, uh, like I just said. I think they're going to put up maybe 20 points, and you can't allow it to be a first to 20 wins because – then at that point, it may be the Rams who are the first to 20. Got to find some rhythm on offense. Go up against a, a Rams defense that has playmakers at every level. They've got Jalen Ramsey on the outside. They've got Bobby Wagner at the linebacking core. And then, of course, Aaron Donald. Who, who? What else do you say about what he's done in his NFL career? You have to score 25 points or more against that Rams defense if you're going to have a chance to win. 
Kyle Yeoman's Dallas Cowboys Network with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle, what time is the pregame for you guys? So we get started at 2 p.m. Central time on DallasCowboys.com. We're on the YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all the way through the 3 o'clock hour. So a full hour pregame show this week. It'll be me along with Barry Church, Isaiah Stanback, and six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champ. Nate Newton. So, uh, yeah, have some fun with us. We'll have a whole lot of uh, insight, one-on-one interviews with the front office, and then uh, we'll get you ready for kickoff tomorrow afternoon, or excuse me, Sunday afternoon. Kyle Yeomans with the Dallas Cowboys Network. Can't wait, Kyle. Appreciate you joining us here on this Football Friday. Have a great weekend and enjoy yourself. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me as always. All right, there he goes. Kyle Yeomans, Dallas Cowboys Network and Cowboys Rams. 325 kickoff on Sunday and catch the pregame with Kyle and the whole gang uh, at DallasCowboys.com. We'll take the break. When we come back, we will put a bow on this one for a football Friday and get you ready for Friday Night Football. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. The Robinson Coaches Show, brought to you by Brazos Golf and Battery Center, Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coach, coming off a 35-28 win over Waxahachie Life last week, this is a game where offensively for them, they were able to hit some big plays for their scores. Uh, Your offense moved the ball well throughout the game, and then your defense was able to make a late stand and get the win for you. Yeah, you know, the kids were resilient. It was one of those where um, we, uh, early on, it was a little bit back and forth. Both teams made some adjustments, did some good things, and then – they big played us on a couple of, on two straight drives in the in the fourth, and we were able to answer on them. And so it was like each time they hit and they thought they had the momentum, we uh, we were able to kind of kind of knock it back just a little bit and uh, be able to catch the momentum back to our side. And then there at the end of the game, they were they converted a big fourth down and um, kept a drive going. And uh, our defense, you know, they they drove down close to the red zone, and our defense went into uh, they went into into a physicality mode there where they were just kind of throwing bodies and knocking people around. And uh, we had a big play in the end zone where that we jarred a ball, jarred a ball loose and uh, then made a stop as time expired and uh, broke up a pass to, to end up holding on there. Now you finally get to start district play after a lot of non-district games because of the five-team district and you open up against Salado at home. Talk a little bit about this Salado team on offense. They run an offense that's very similar to yours. They do, you know, they're they're a spread style team. Um, every now and then they'll throw that little H back in there and, and move him around and use him a little bit. But they they like to uh, they probably like to throw the ball, you know, a, a little bit more heavy than run. Um, but other than that, you know, they're we're, we're very similar as far as the the sets, the formations that you'll see. Um, they they really threw the heck out of the football the first three games. They were over 300 yards passing the first three games and. Um, haven't had quite as many passing yards the last three games, but uh, got a really good quarterback that's about he's about six six two thirty, big old kid that can run it a little bit as well. Uh, one of their receivers has um, he's had a few games where he's really gone off. Number two, Seth Rivas, and then uh, defensively, you know that's that's kind of where you get back to a little bit of the old mo of of uh, Salado. Their defense is very physical, applies to the football, uh, three four look, and and they um, they have they have a couple of couple of big old defensive ends that can put a little bit of pressure on you as well so it ought to be a fun matchup we're excited about it espn central texas 
Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The University Trojans are 2-0 in district play after a 53-28 win over Pflugerville last night. Tonight in high school football, Midway hosts Temple. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Waco High entertains Red Oak. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. A field goal fest in the NFL last night as the Colts needed overtime to beat Denver 12-9. Nick Saban says a decision on starting quarterback Bryce Young will be made at game time for Saturday's matchup against Texas A&M. The Major League Baseball postseason gets underway today with four wild card games. Tampa Bay at Cleveland gets underway at 11:07, followed by Philadelphia at St. Louis at 107. Seattle and Toronto get underway at 3:07, with the Padres and Mets wrapping up today with a 7:07 first pitch. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time, weekday seven to nine, is your first word in local sports. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward Wines, Brian Fox, along with you here on this Football Friday. Games coming your way locally if you want to get out and uh, catch a game. One on our airways right here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Lions hosting the Red Oak Hawks. Should be a good matchup in that one coming up tonight. Also uh, on our airways on Fox Sports Central Texas, Temple Wildcats traveling to Hewitt to take on the Midway Panthers. A 7.30 kickoff, 7 o'clock pregame uh, over on Fox Sports Central Texas. McGregor Bulldogs and Lorena Leopards tonight. That'll be a key district matchup as well. Uh, that's a big game, mm-hmm. and that should be fun as well. I know uh, Corey will be all over that. 
Rosebud Lott and Bruceville Eddie at 7.30 tonight at Eagle Field. That's another good matchup. Uh, Bremont and Chilton's the big one for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Alvarado coming into Cougar Stadium to take on China Springs. Casey yeah. Wallraven, their yeah. Alvarado squad. It's going to it's gonna be a big challenge for China Springs tonight for sure. Uh, Casey's done a good job of turning that program around, going back to his hometown and, mm-hmm. and taking over his hometown as well. What did you learn today, Ryan? Well, I learned that we were able to stay afloat without Tom. We killed it today. <laughs> I learned that uh, there's only 1% of Super Bowl tickets left for this year. I still don't think that that's right. She Googles it, so we'll v figure Googles. it out. How about that? <laughs> All right, thanks to uh, Coach Carroll from UMHB, head basketball coach, joining us, Ricky Thompson, Kyle Yeomans, and Greg Tepper joining us here on this Football Friday. Go out and enjoy a game tonight. Or tune in right here across our airwaves, Waco on ESPN Central Texas, Temple Wildcats on Fox Sports Central Texas. For Ryan Fox, I'm Ward Whites. Until next time, so long, everybody.